0: Not get any pudding unless you eat your meat. WBCS. This is Warren Beer in the cheap seats with Big Mike and Casey. Big Mike, take it away.
1: Hey everybody, it's Big Mike coming at you live on a Friday night. Studio C got a great show for you tonight. Uh, we're gonna have Big Ed on here very shortly. We're gonna cover the wide world of sports with my buddy Casey here. What's going on, Case?
2: Hey gang hey great opening well uh a little teaser we got a little pink floyd tonight so uh got a tease with the little pink floyd we had to change so if you were thinking of the rock and roll retrospective and big ed was doing uh things that happened in this clog that may have influenced uh, a a young fragile mind that was mine mm-hmm. um and then <clears throat> in retrospect when we're oddly enough for the rock and roll retrospective <laughs> in retrospect we're like we already did that rush album and you know we can only do the same kiss album so many times and though we'll just do judas priest scream for vengeance once a month because why not but uh <laughs> so we're, we're gonna do uh pink pink floyd's the wall tonight so that'll be fun he'll 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 wrap it up he's got a big big major announcement yes
1: and th- this is this is not just hype everybody this is for real for real Yes. yes. Big major announcement. For real, for real.
2: That's why I'm glad no one's here live to hear it. That's so what makes it even uh
3: even better. Yeah. That's what's up.
2: Big Ed live from the Montecito. Yeah.
3: Hi Big Ed. Hey guys. Yeah, so the oh, news wow. is pretty good. Uh, I've had worse news, so this is good news, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so uh, I was walking the floor at the CETO the other night and I met uh a local radio mogul. We get talking shop, you know, microphones, yeah, my amps and watts I put out and all this crap. And he's like, Really? He goes, I need some show content. I said, What's the name of your show? He goes, Naughty Radio. N A U T I Radio. So what's your name, sir? He's like, I'm the captain. Like the captain. Oh, Cappy. The captain. Yeah, he could be Cappy, <laughs> the new Cappy. <laughs> So, uh, he's like, I'm going to be your boss. I'm like, right on. So we're, uh, hammering out the details. He may or may not listen tonight. I don't know, but for next Friday, for sure, he'll be on board. So basically we'll be able to provide him with content and you'll be able to hear this show on, on the internet as well and comment and, and, and buy merchandise and we're just exploding right now. We we just doubled our listening capacity.
1: That's right everybody.
3: It's like pinch me if this is real. How you bitch? That fucking
2: hurts. <laughs> yeah. To pinch you.
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> so there's the big news. That's that's, huge. that's big news. Yeah.
3: Huge, huge. And huge. and uh next week it'll unfold. We'll have full details of what this entails. But right now if you want to get a taste of it go to after this show, of course, go to Naughty Radio.
2: Uh, yes, and you can find them uh, on the Wide World Web. However, you can download the Live 365 app and type in Naughty, N-A-U-T-I. N-A-U-T-I. Uh, you just said, it's now teaming you up with WBCS. Yes. That's right. Coming, know, at you. Coming at you. You at UTI. Well, Yes.
1: Like a
3: urinary tracking machine, yes. Naughty radio, yes. Like that song "Naughty Naughty" from the eighties. Remember that song?
2: No.
1: Hey, there's a really good seafood restaurant in Oviedo called the Naughty Lobster.
4: Naughty or. lobster?
1: No. It, you in it. where? In Oviedo. Oh, oh, really? Oviedo. Oviedo. Okay. Yeah, it's called the Naughty Lobster. It's right. actually very delicious. lobster or
4: somewhere. Naughty or.
2: Like row, row, row your boat. Or... Row, row, row your boat. Will they serve ores? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I'll uh I'll take that or um <laughs> well done. I, I'd like mine
1: done medium, please. Yeah. Can I'll, I have can I have mushrooms on mine?
2: A, extra au jus. <laughs> mm.
1: Just gonna have to just dip dip it. Dip it a lot. Yes. Can I can I have a uh can I have There's a like a line of, of a beavers
2: view? like out the door, <laughs> you know. Little known fact:
1: the beavers would like
2: a place like that. Oh, they would. They ask for it by name.
1: They also they like yellow wood, or as a it's
2: yellow, wood. yellow, yellow, yellow wood. wood. Yeah,
1: I've seen the commercials. They get very. excited. And you know what I was thinking? Like, Maybe we'll like make enough money
3: in. to publish our book. The book on oh yes the book on boom booms. That'd be amazing. Yeah, uh, the ideas just flow. Wait, I, mean, I was thinking I send you pictures of those books. Maybe do a parody on like Curious George, and then he looks down between his legs, a big old turd there. He's like, oh. <laughs> he's curious. <laughs> What's that smell? What's under and the, the man? And the man, the man in, in the, the yellow, yellow hat <laughs> is not happy. It's the man in the yellow hat. His, his white trousers have a little skid mark in the back. He's like, what if what if
1: Curious George shits in the man with the yellow hat's yellow hat? Well,
2: look, the man with the yellow it. hat just doesn't want to get his face ripped off. <laughs> I mean, that's a yeah. monkey.
3: But it's Curious he, he watches George. the news. Yeah.
2: He's not like the
1: mean monkey that ripped the other guy's face off. Oh, it could be. I and wonder Eddie if we have it. to
3: run this by the captain. <laughs> nah. Nah. Nah, <laughs> fuck him. Just <Nah. laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, Cappy. Yeah, just
2: kidding, uh, new
3: boss. So, sorry, question. sorry, Cappy.
0: Do you think Cappy's okay with the show sometimes being N-A-U-G-H-T-Y? I th-
1: I think that's the whole idea.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, because Naughty Radio is a parody on, you know, like right. Curious George seeing okay. poop between his legs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome.
1: So we're going to talk about this, uh, <laughs> oh, this <yeah>. item. <laughs> so here in the studio, sweet <laughs> Melissa has crocheted a something.
4: How'd you know I did it?
1: Cause you're our crocheting expert.
4: <laughs> so
1: it is, oh, I would say, what do you call that case? About six inches. Yes. It has, it's a six inch, like kind of an egg with a flat bottom.
3: Oh, like a little cock warmer for like a little cock.
0: I was going to say, you guys got to see what they're calling six inches. It's kind of hysterical.
3: Is is that,
1: (laughs) how long is that? What is Well,
0: a man would call that six inches.
1: Well, how long is it, Melissa?
3: A man. Since you're a girl. I'm
4: saying.
1: What to get a ruler? Five, Five? Five (laughs) four and a half. Why don't you pull down your pants? If I pulled my yeah. pants down, I'd embarrass myself, but that's okay. So, okay. It's four and a half inches. <laughs> I was embellishing a bit. It's, it's a, it's egg shaped with like a fat, uh, like, fat, like, fat like a glove. Body. We're posting this on our Twitter and beer seats,
4: we should put a
1: beer sheets, beer, beer seats. It has like a little string at the top. Like you could, <laughs> it's like, it's got one little hair. And then it has raised lip area, like or raised, you know, you can rest the pencil in there. It looks like it's got a mouth.
4: Oh, I love this game.
1: So what is it? It's got to have a use. It's
0: like a cloud where you can decide. What I think making. it's a
2: Christmas ornament. Is it? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. I don't think anybody's gonna guess. Forget go. Uh, are you? She's
2: been working on this for like uh, well over a week.
0: It's like the third or fourth one, and that's it. I'm done.
2: Like the cats gave up. <laughs> they were interested at first, and now they just now they're I like, "What the? The fuck? cats are like, that's a gay it, fucking hat. We ain't fucking with that." So it's filled oh. with it's stuffed with something. Yes.
1: Like like stuffing you stuff a pillow with
2: yes,
3: it's a lovely two
1: tone. It's a it's a pale purple with. But if it's, you know, it's only four and a half right inches,
3: right. what what fucks the purpose of it?
1: Well, well, big Ed, it, it's, four it's and stuffed half inches with a, long and it's it's about
3: uh, I don't know. It's not a cock shape, you know. I I had misspoken.
4: Is it to put a phone in? <laughs>
2: that, that That's what she says. Oh. That's what
3: she says. Oh, like my God. Who would a, I? Yeah. There's Imagine going through a there's TSA. There's enough,
2: it's a phone. Not rest. enough ledge. A ledge. It doesn't have it's, enough ledge. No, not enough ledge.
0: <laughs> I did wonder if I took some stuffing out. So it might help. It sort of looks like an
2: acorn to me you now. Can, you make it like a puppy. He's like, brr, brr. you know, like, you can make I'm it. It's a face. Look,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, it just it's needs funny. two eyes, two eyes. It's got a mouth. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Yeah. And it's got
3: a hair. I think, got a hair. Yeah. It could be I like, think, I think TSA would laugh at that.
2: Like if you're like, well, I went to college and it's our mascot. We're the fighting quails. <laughs> see, look, look, you, oh, th- that works.
3: The fighting quiffs.
2: Yeah.
1: How'd you make it work? I, I mushed it.
2: Yeah. Oh. I guess you're going to mush it a little. Got mush. Oh, it. I, okay. I
1: see. It's a quiff holder. I yes. see. What
4: does
1: that mean? I don't know. There it is. Go, go there, Google it. it. There you have it. It oh, works, it sweet Melissa. Good. I made your phone-holding ball sack work. And then you can <laughs> hang
3: it in a tree. And then- Could use it on the uh, clay body, you know, on the gear shifter. <laughs>
1: You could. Or it could be a headrest
3: on a clay bony. Yes, yes. So
0: that when I am told that I made
3: this thing that didn't work, I have a pitch. We put an icy hot in it. It'd be a ball water.
1: That Icy hot's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want
2: to put that in mm. that region.
0: Y'all sound like you know that from experience.
1: No, I just heard about it. And I'm oh. not willing to
3: experiment.
4: Oh.
3: <laughs> well, I think that would be a little barrier. You know your, her uh, crochet project—the crocheted
1: fight. phone holder.
3: It just has to be
1: manipulated, like needed. She it's might like, have to.
3: She might have to seek Grandma Honey for a redesign.
1: It's it's maybe you know it's like a baseball glove. You got to work it in.
4: Yeah. You know,
1: when it's brand new, it's a little little, little stiff. No, it's not. A
3: little foot oil.
1: Isn't that for like a baseball glove? That's what we're talking about.
3: Yeah, foot oil. Well, That's so what it's is, called. So you
2: it, just... Yeah.
1: You don't oil it up. You just <laughs> massage it. Shit would fucking
3: disintegrate.
1: <laughs> Good job, sweet Melissa. Yay! Yeah.
0: Teamwork makes a dream work.
1: Thanks
2: for fixing it, Big Mike. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Well, that's that's your gift.
4: Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thanks. Trying to get rid of his gift.
2: That's
1: beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I'll enjoy it very much. My very own ball warmer
4: <laughs>
1: slash phone holder <laughs>
0: slash glove, eggplant, acorn. It does
1: look like an eggplant a little bit. Acorn, acorn squash. There you go. Uh, very tasty.
2: Actually, doesn't look like an acorn squash. You no. Know? No. Yeah. I just got carried. away. All right,
1: everybody. So, Sweet Melissa's handcrafted bone holder. <laughs> handcrafted. So handcrafted. If I made it, it would be handcrafted. Crap. Crafted.
0: Mine
2: pretty much. So, mine. so, case what we got? What what do we got going on with this World Series? Well, uh, in case anyone didn't notice, uh, just to kind of reiterate, Jimmy the Woke, when he came on last week, uh, he did say Astros in six.
1: It's looking looking like Jimmy the Woke might be yeah. right again.
2: So last night in a close game, uh, the Astros won. Um, Verlander got his first World Series win. I think he was 0-7. Um, no fault to his own, just sometimes you just get lined up with some bad luck and you know, you get long seasons, you get a little dead arm in the postseason. So, uh, you know, he pitched a very solid last night and they're taking a three games to two lead. But you gotta give it to the Philly fans. I mean, they brought the energy in all the home games. Uh,
0: winning, losing Beginning of the game, end of the game. Yeah, they wow. were they were
2: just as loud mm-hmm. beginning to close. It was very, very impressive effort. It was not for, for a lack of energy from the fans. They, I don't think they, 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 they ever everything. sat down either. No, they were standing yep. pretty much the whole game. Uh, so Philly's definitely got a hole. Um, but, I mean, in reality, I mean, we kind of knew this. You know, Houston top to bottom was the more solid team. Um Hey, can this go to game seven? Absolutely. And it's baseball. Anything can happen. You know, that's the the beauty of the sport. Uh, we saw a no-hitter, a combined no-hitter uh, the other night. That was uh, game four. And uh, in game three, the Phillies' offense just absolutely demolished the Astros. So, hey, they're going back to Houston. It's a travel day. And last night was kind of a fun sports night because you had Philly and Houston playing baseball in Philadelphia. And Philly and Houston playing football in Houston. Mm. So uh, the towns were very engaged with the cities. Uh, different outcome, um, you know, for the football. Uh, Eagles, 8-0. Uh, the only undefeated team in the NFL right now. And uh, they should go on a pretty good run. Their, their schedule's very favorable for themselves right now. Mm. Um. So, uh, Tampa's got a big game. They got the Rams. The Bucs are favored. Uh, Rams haven't been played great. Uh, I don't know what's going to – I expect nothing from Tampa at this point. I mean, we're second place behind the uh, the Falcons. So, um, I don't know what's going on. And the Falcons uh, kind of got lucky. They They – Got real lucky against Carolina. I think Carolina, after making a couple trades, just inadvertently found their starting quarterback, this PJ Walker who came out of the XFL, the two-time defunct XFL. Uh, and he's uh, – So the XFL is officially – No, it's going to come back. It's coming back. They're rebooting. It's going to come back for 2023. Uh, the Rock a bought the rights from – uh McMahon. McMahon. So he was just taking time to retool. They were going to take a year off. I think they got their cities picked. They already got coaches. So uh, I think in the spring it will start back up. But this kid was in the XFL, so in a way like a walk-on. And uh, now he's going to be starting quarterback. I, I think Carolina would be crazy not to take a stab at him. So, I mean, the NFL, I mean – I mean the uh, philly look like the best team in the nfc so far in afc i think it's i mean you can make an argument for the chiefs but uh it's probably the bills you know they've they've looked definitely the most consistent so but hey there's a lot of season left a lot of season left and you know now they go 17 games yes the season's just in its infancy yeah <laughs> so there's a lot of football left uh college football a big, big game this week, undefeated University of Tennessee versus undefeated University of Georgia. Georgia's the defending national champion. Uh, they've pretty much been mowing through the competition. I think Florida was the closest game they've had, and the first game they gave like up at least 20 points. They've looked dominant. But Tennessee's been great this year. Uh, they have a Heisman. We're the quarterback and a very uh team that's just uh that just won't give up. So, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have to bring it. So that's the big game. Uh Why you know, you're for gonna college. say
0: Florida State
2: was the big game. Well, Florida State, Miami. Uh for, for those that are in Florida, that's that's still a rivalry, but uh
0: They're
2: they're playing for uh Please. respect, as I say. When you're in that far out, you're just playing for respect and Possibly hope to go to a, a peach bowl or some other Tostitos bowl, you know, kumquat bowl or <laughs> some other small fruit bowl. <laughs> the grape bowl,
4: <laughs> yes,
2: grape nuts bowl, grape nuts
1: bowl. The
0: next fruit
1: You're bowl.
2: gonna go to the Quiff bowl, it's a new one. Yeah, what is that? The cocktail wiener Can you spell bowl. That? <laughs> Just the thought of a cocktail wiener in a bowl, like a fruit bowl, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy Especially Kimmel had something silly. He sponsors a bowl game out in LA. Oh, yeah. And I forget. It had like a whole silly name and whatever, but it was like the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. No. I forget what it was called, but he had like a silly sponsor Google and everything.
4: Machine. It was
2: good. Was it spam or something? I don't know. That'd be awesome. I'm looking it up. But I, I want to say they had it at Sophie Stadium. So, I mean, they. I put thought it was a th-
0: joke. I remember that.
2: No, oh, I mean, TV money pays good.
0: The L.A. Bowl.
2: Yeah, but he had a name for it, though. They they had all sorts of weird sponsors set up for it. We'll have bowl games starting in, as Actually, soon as we get into December.
1: Yep, pretty much. Yep, pretty that, much. At, you know, you'll have, like you said, the Cocktail Wiener
2: Bowl. Yep. Spam Bowl. Yeah, some some real crappy bowl games. The old El Paso Bowl, mmm, old El Paso, <laughs> made in New York City.
3: The Boom Boom Bowl, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> boom boom. Hey, that's uh, that's on my calendar. The Boom Boom Bowl,
3: sponsored by Man Wipes. Yeah, dude wipes.
2: Is it is it dude called wipes? Dude Wipe? No, Dude Wipes. Yep, Dude Wipes. Wait, what's the product you and uh, Jimmy Mike like a lot? The, uh It's it's all toilet related. <laughs> what? The uh, the whatever the the, uh, the perfect potty. Oh, the squatty potty.
3: Like
2: yeah, uh, the squatty it's... potty bowl. You know. Well, there's also okay. Here's another interesting.
3: I'm telling you that's a great invention. People don't realize how it, your body's designed to push fucking boom booms that way.
1: That's <laughs> evacuate the boom booms.
3: Yes. How would say complete evacuation.
1: So after you evacuate those boom booms, there's a product called poop puri mm-hmm. to cover up the smell.
2: Oh, no, I think that. you're supposed to put it in the water beforehand. Is that beforehand? I, my I my
1: sister has yeah. it. We, we, we made we – Why, she's on it. got smelly turds? Uh, I don't know if she has smelly turds, but I know my brother-in-law does. And when I come to visit, the turds smell – Poop-pourri. I have It gets bring. into the wood. Do you
0: know, I, yeah. I was not... working with a direct sales company, substance. and we had
2: the owners
1: of Poop-pourri come and do a presentation. Really? Yeah, he took a shit right in right front, of- front of us. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about it.
3: What do you remember from the Poop-pourri? The guy dropped the deuce at the podium yeah. and goes, watch this. And he pours it on there, and it smelled like apples. Well, you know? I know. remember a lot, but you
4: know, they've, Look, they've
2: no flush. done pretty well. I
3: don't know if they still are doing. They anything. took him on a field trip to Lowe's. And they just crapped right in the toilet. There <laughs> <and
2: stuff. laughs> are you supposed to just light a match and that that <laughs> does the same thing? Yes. So, but
1: it's cheap. that's the original poopery. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Just light a match. The match.
1: They don't want you to know. About that. But with poopery, you got you got nice smell. like Big Ed said. You can smell like apples, peaches. I
2: don't think.
1: Autumn wood, whatever
3: the hell
2: else.
3: Maybe the one I have. But yeah, come on, man. Sorry. Oh, I wasn't muted. My bad. Yeah. You know, it could be like uh you could do a parody like oops, I crap my pants. Be like, oh, did you just bake a pie? No, I just took a I just made boo booms, ah! you know. <laughs> <I> just
1: <laughs> no, I just made a deuce.
3: <laughs> no, I took the kids swimming.
1: It smells like a fresh baked apple pie. Oh, watching a commercial. Big Ed, did you see the uh, the McRib. McRib is back? I ate one yesterday, by the way.
3: Yeah, I, I heard oh, this might well, be a... Air, this could be for real. This might live. be it. Yeah, maybe that warehouse is I running it, dry. I, no, I think it's, it's not, a hoax. Not, it's a hoax. it's not. Listen. I think it's just hype. As, look, as long as they're making hot dogs, there'll be a McRib.
1: Oh, for sure. It's the, the Rolling Stones
2: went on a farewell tour in 1989. Okay, folks, <laughs> don't fall for it. <laughs>
1: I think this is just to drum up McR- McRib sales this year. Mm-hmm. McRib was very delicious, by the way, if anybody was wondering. The McRib? Arby. Yeah, it was great. Did you try the uh, Arby's Big Big fresher or whatever the fuck they call it? I have, I have not. If I go to Arby's, I'm going straight for a good old roast beef. Mm-hmm. I really like Arby's roast beef. It's very delicious. The beef and cheddar. Beef and cheddar is good, but I, I'm just a regular. <laughs> oh. That's what I roast beef? We were about. No, no, it's beef and ch- there's beef and cheddar, oh. and then there's just, ro- so just roast beef. Just roast beef. I, I like <laughs> Yeah, see, I like just a stock roast beef sandwich. Yeah. Throw some Arby's sauce on it. I'm Look,
3: good. even a stock roast beef goes down the gullet without you know. If like you're in a hurry, like a bad like uh the bear was and uh, smoking the Bandit, <laughs> I'm in a rush, you know. Uh, one Diablo sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> Diablo. that's exactly what it was. That, it wasn't a di- that was a fucking uh, beef and cheddar because he had to get that <laughs> thing down. Hey, <laughs> hey Sheriff, who are you chasing? Who am I chasing? <laughs> I'm chasing a He broke every law. He <laughs> yeah. committed a man act. <laughs> <laughs> running down the aisle
1: with her boobies bouncing whether uh, no didn't he say is her knockers her knockers bouncing <laughs> that's awesome one diablo sandwich <laughs> and a dr pepper dr pepper and there's no product placement there other than the
2: just him saying a dr pepper dr pepper the
1: diablo sandwich looked very delicious
3: though yeah, I think that was an Arby's roast beef with Arby sauce because he, he had that thing done. Because that's what you can do with an Arby's sandwich, two bites and it's Two done. bites and she's dead. And maybe, maybe a little swallow of whatever you're drinking. But I mean, if you're in a hurry, pepper. that's what a smoky Bear, that's what he drinks. Yeah, I mean, because he needs- he's got to get
1: back to chase the bandit. Junior yeah. gets shit. <laughs> what, yeah. what, did, what did Junior say? I like some onion rings. We don't have yeah. time for that shit.
4: Some onion rings. You know
3: why you see that character a lot on uh, these old uh, these westerns from the '60s and '70s? Oh, yeah, yeah, those yeah, spaghetti yeah. westerns. Yep. See him a lot. What's his name? Mike
1: something. He was a football player. Oh, was he? Yeah, he played in the NFL. Interesting. If it, if Mike, I, I don't know. We'll look it up during a commercial break if we had a commercial break, <laughs> which we okay. don't.
2: But if you wanted to reach out to us, you can reach us at Casey. At Beer Seats on Twitter. Or you can uh, email us at the show at com. That's
1: right. We're looking forward to your communications. Yes. And tell us your favorite. Wrestler. And your favorite lines from Smokey and the Bandit.
2: Yes. Or your favorite episode of Knight Rider.
1: Yeah, Knight Rider's a good choice. Yes. We were talking about that at dinner. We were. So, anywho's,
2: anywho's. Mm-hmm. Mike, you have big NASCAR news. I do have
1: big NASCAR news for everybody. It was made official today. I love this. That Jimmy Johnson, seven time champion has become a co-owner with Petty GMS Racing. So starting next season, Jimmy is a part owner. I don't know the new name of the race team.
3: He's also going to run a very, very limited schedule. He's going to yeah, run that, some races. He
1: is. In fact, they said Daytona 500, Jimmy's going to be in a car. I like it. So that's, that's some exciting news. I didn't see that coming. I, that came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. You would think Jimmy Johnson coming back to NASCAR, he may have taken a job at Hendrick Motorsports in some sort of a capacity, much like uh Jeff Gordon has. All right. so, I, I
2: have to mute him. I can't. I wonder what Big food. Ed's
1: eating. We gotta ask him. It's very it's too much. It's he's too much smacking.
2: Yeah.
1: Like it's, a, my mom would be very upset with that. <laughs> So, yeah, so I I wonder what Jimmy Johnson brings to this race team, which this race team's shown tremendous improvement this year with the introduction of the next-gen car. Eric Jones won a Southern 500. Yep. So, you know, hey, a petty car was in victory lane. Noah Gregson, who runs for the Xfinity Championship tomorrow, nine races won this year thus far, and is favored to win the championship he will be running the 42 car next year so you'll have eric jones which i feel he's an underrated driver in nascar sure noah gregson new up and coming he's an xfinity superstar let's see how he runs wait, in wait. did he
2: was he another guy saying he didn't like someone this week in the interview ty
1: gibbs did you see the the end of the xfinity race Last Sunday, no, last no, no. Saturday. But I
2: just saw an interview. I'm like, whoa, okay, this guy's firing shots.
1: Let me just let me just give you the the short and sweet of it.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Ended the Martinsville race for the Xfinity, uh, the Xfinity uh, division last Saturday afternoon. Ty Gibbs racing, obviously Joe Gibbs racing. This he's Joe Gibbs' grandson. On the last restart this was a green white checker yeah his teammate brandon jones started he was starting the race he was the leader pretty much ty gibbs pretty much drove over him ty gibbs punted him (laughs) he drove right up the ass end of brandon jones's car wrecked his ass wrecked brandon jones Ty Gibbs hit him hard enough that it buckled the, hill, the hood on his race car. Wow. So it's not just a rub. It's not just getting the guy loose. It's punting the guy. Brandon Jones eats the wall. and Brandon Jones had to win that race to transfer to the championship. Had that happened, there would be two Toyotas and two Chevrolets. Did not happen. Three Chevrolets, one Toyota. All the Chevrolets are junior motorsports Chevrolets. Right. They're I'm just going to race together. They're going to, uh, which is, I'm not upset because that's my Xfinity team. I'm okay with it. But the idea, Ty Gibbs punted his, punted his teammate. I don't want to see team order. So like, you got to let Brandon win because he needs to get in the championship. I just want to see guys race clean. I think Ty Gibbs could have passed him cleanly. He, in my opinion, had the faster race car. He could have cleanly gotten second or first place. And if he didn't, oh well. Crashing a guy takes no talent. Passing a guy, that shows talent. And Noah Gregson basically uh, basically in his interview this week, his press in the the press day said uh he didn't agree with any of that. And he thought it was a shitty move. Kyle Petty called it a punk move Hmm. by Ty Ty Gibbs. Go, Kyle Kyle Petty. Keep on doing what you're doing. Best commentator in NASCAR right now. Who's that? Kyle Petty. Kyle Petty. Yeah,
3: he's always been good.
1: Yeah, he he just tells you how it is. I don't agree with everything Kyle says, which I think is great. Some of the stuff Kyle says, I'm like, Kyle, I just don't agree with it. But – but he's been ready. like
3: that his whole career. He's been consistent, Absolutely. even as so- a driver. When he was being interviewed, he would just say.
1: And Big Ed, he's no different from his dad. His dad's the same way. The King will just tell you how yeah. it is. The King has no problem. This is my opinion, and this is what I think. And Kyle is a product of the King. So, and I respect that about him. He
3: he pulls. He, no he money. came from my loin.
2: Now, how? About, That's how
3: it Buford would say.
2: How about Ross?
3: Ross Chastain, Chastain
2: his the, finish. That was
1: crazy, man. At Martinsville.
3: That was amazing.
2: And the fact that he was inspired by a video, video game.
3: game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Bill Ellington take his racing car. <laughs> <away>. Bill Elliott <laughs> turn in your NASCAR license.
3: Well, at first, his car got DQ'd, you know, for the seat modification.
1: Oh, I didn't hear about that. I no. know. I know. Yeah, Well, um, well
3: yeah, and then when they found out, it was to, to hold his balls because they were so big. They, oh, they took it away. Oh. Oh. But you
1: know what car did get DQ'd from that race was... Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: yeah, somewhat. I read Keselowski, that today.
1: Brad Keselowski, because no. the, yes, the car was too light. After, in post-race inspection, uh, the car was oh. did not meet minimum
2: weight. Oh, uh, looks like the other Casey's not listening. So oh. we 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 know of the crew chief through someone.
1: So yeah, car wah, wah, wah. whoops, oh boy. So, but no, Rosh Chastain's move, that was the
3: ballsiest move I've ever seen. That's Larry a, McReynolds loved it. A lot of people are like, I, I, oh, I, that I, should I, be not allowed. There should be a rule. I'm like, hey, in today's NASCAR, it's very hard to think outside the box because they don't allow you to. You know what he did? He fucking mashed the gas, got against the wall, and let go of the wheel.
1: That's it. He
2: just. But, but he didn't go on wreck anybody no he just he 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 because he knew everyone in martinsville they're gonna ride low because of just how that how the,
1: the the groove in the track that the, yep. the group that's fast he you know what he said he took a, that was a bonsai run that was just a bonsai run it's like hey i got nothing else to lose either do this or i don't transfer to it, the championship sure, round
2: i would have been like i thought i was on the petty line
3: who who did he knock out
1: uh, that would be Denny Hamlin. Denny yeah. Hamlin was not. He was happy. mad. Yeah, yeah was, that's right. He that's was, who like, was. I'm mad at you, Ross. He's like, I'm You're gonna just pout my PJs. I'm gonna pout my PJs over here. I'm a Coca-Cola <laughs> driver, though, so look at my Coke.
3: I'm gonna put on my cock sock. Yeah. And but if but I had did, hair,
1: I'd have a twat knot too, you fucker. Twat knot. Oh my.
3: So, he but had he had, didn't he
1: listen. Hair. I'll give Denny. Uh, I'm gonna give Denny credit. He didn't poo-poo. Uh, Ross Chastain's move, he said he said that was brilliant. Wait, who said that? Denny Hamlin. Oh, okay. He did, he could have poo-pooed it. Uh, Kyle Larson poo-pooed it. Kyle Larson said, that is an embarrassment. I am embarrassed. <laughs> well, dude, you're not even in the championship. and I, I, I have no problem. And, what, and you know why
3: else he was bad? Because he couldn't get like a racial slur at him. You know, like, you're a well, you're a I didn't, Yeah, I, you know what, you're a well, anyway, I don't like that move. But
1: anyways, I thought it was, I thought it was a good move. Hey, what the hell? That's not going to work anywhere but a short track. You can't do that at Daytona.
3: No, Daytona, you would slow down.
1: You can't do that on an intermediate.
3: No, now, let's you would... face
1: it. Yeah, exactly right, Big Ed. On the bigger tracks, you're going to lose momentum, not gain momentum. And even on the short track, he's lucky it worked. That could have been a wreck. Like nine times out of ten, yeah, you're 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 just a. You're balling the race car up. And, and at Bristol,
3: you everyone's finding a groove. You know, there could be – the high groove could be in. Someone will be up there. So Steve O'Donnell and
1: – well, I think it was O'Donnell who said it. I'm trying to think. They, they had – of course, NASCAR was on the radio, on NASCAR radio talking about this. And they said he did nothing wrong. There's nothing in the – that he no. did
2: nothing in the rule, rule
1: book that says you can't – Dude, Larry McReynolds applauded him. Yeah, said. I don't know why everyone's so upset. He this he is like outside the, the box. Exactly right. This is like the pass in the grass. This yeah. is the, yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those epic, holy shit moments in yeah. racing that you're like, all right, that was cool.
2: Hey, you know why It got everyone talking racing. Sure, there were so many people on Monday that I know definitely does not watch. They're not NASCAR or NASCAR or auto sports,
1: but they knew about
2: this. They knew
1: about it and they wanted to talk about it. So that NASCAR is like, when, what a win. I heard the video on Monday morning had more than 6 million views.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. So you just think about
1: the number of views we have now Friday evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's good for the sport. Oh, it's great which we're going into and I'll wrap, I'll wrap my segment up with this. We're going into the championship for Phoenix raceway Sunday afternoon. We have Joey Logano. We have Christopher bell, Ross Chastain and chase Elliott. You can make a argument for any four of these gentlemen to win the championship. I think this is one of the most stacked. I think that is proper English most stacked Uh, championship four contenders we've ever had. Any of these guys. Joey Lano, former champion. He's been here, done that. He can win.
3: Look at school bus driver. I'm offended. Uh, His piss flap, poor piss flaps.
1: (laughs) We got Christopher Bell, who had to win to transfer. In the last round, in this round, he transfers. So he's got momentum on his side. You have Ross Chastain, who's run a fantastic season with a team at the beginning of the season. You would have said, nah, track house, they might make it to the, you know, the 16, but not, not beyond, but not beyond the round of 16. Here he is in the championship round. And then I'm going to be biased because I can, because this is our radio show. Chase Elliott. Another NASCAR champion. So you have two former champions, Logano, Elliott, and two first-time championship contenders. Yeah, Chase Elliott. He knows what he knows what this this weekend's all about. He has made the championship four the last three years. Yep, won his championship in his first go at the championship four. He knows what to expect. He's had. By far, the best season of all these guys, the the playoffs haven't been good, good to him. He hasn't finished like he may have liked to and his fans may have liked to have seen. But most of the finishes where he's that, that were lackluster weren't self-inflicted. It's not like he fucked up or his team fucked up. It's just track position, like this last race, track position killed him. Because at the short tracks right now, the next gen car, current generation car, doesn't seem to perform as well. It it, it doesn't seem, it does not perform as well as our previous generation race car. I know NASCAR is going to work on this in the off season because short track racing, let's face it, is the best part of NASCAR, my opinion. So it's exciting going into the championship weekend with four deserving Racers to be in this position. It's going to be exciting to see who wins. I hope it's Chase Elliott. I'd love to hear from all of our fans out there who you would like to see take that championship trophy at Phoenix. This race isn't going to be a letdown. It's going to be exciting. and uh, But uh, but then we, we won't have racing until February, which was a little sad in my world. But that's okay. That's okay. i'm and there for you buddy thanks buddy and ross chastain nice move alva florida
2: representing <laughs> where the hell is alva south it's in lee county oh okay okay yeah some you got away from miami-dade south florida some small ass towns well
1: this is on the west coast our, with us our, yeah, yeah yeah it's in cape like the uh, lee lee uh, yeah right
2: yeah, that's exactly. like cape
1: coral yeah, cape coral yeah. area but yes, down there you do. You're either down in that southern Southern Florida is either cow towns or you're really really rich
4: areas. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what
1: yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because you have Sarasota, you're really really rich. Yeah. Fort Myers, you're rich. Miami, Bonita Springs. Bonita Springs are rich. Yeah. You're not making Big Mike money living down there. I think
3: you were rich in Fort Myers. An observation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, we have standing by, waiting in the wings. Uh, hopefully, with a better microphone this week. Ladies and gentlemen, get excited! Subway slam. No.
3: Hey, everybody! It's Subway. Hey. Subway slam. What is? So up? what? What? What video game were you playing? Oh no! What video game
0: was I playing? Uh, oh, FIFA.
2: Oh, FIFA, yeah. You getting ready for the World Cup?
0: We can't hear you. World Cup's coming up. I mean, come on. I mean, we got to celebrate with FIFA. You are really further away than ever. Are you, are you sure about that? Yeah. Ah,
2: oh, damn it. Who are I you think... playing in FIFA?
0: Uh, Well, there's this guy named Christian Ronaldo. Um, I don't know if you know him. Um, yeah. Yeah, Christian Ronaldo.
3: Um, see. He- oh yeah, he made boom booms in his shorts. Yeah.
1: Kirsten- Hopefully they weren't white shorts <laughs> because then it shows. You
0: know, I'll say me mm-hmm. and Christian Ronaldo have something in common.
2: You make boom booms. You use the same microphone. <laughs> <laughs> we both love to go to Poundtown.
4: Oh, okay. oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Pound <Brown> Town, yeah.
0: <laughs> I had to turn everybody up. I I mean I mean like I mean like come on. I mean like uh uh who doesn't love to go to Pound Town?
2: <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh you see uh your buddy uh uh Jimmy the Woke is uh possibly one game away from predicting the World Series. The sh- the streak may possibly continue.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I had a conversation with Jimmy the Woke, and um, he, he, um, he did um, go to the
3: MLB headquarters, like he promised. Oh. Um, so they didn't hang up?
0: N- <laughs> no, they, they didn't hang up on him.
3: Oh, boy. Um, good, good job, buddy. Uh, thank you, big Ed. Um, I'm, I'm he ruined our bit. And um,
0: he, uh, he sent me this. He said when he went to the MLB headquarters, he went up to the reception,
3: uh, the receptionist, and asked. Do they still have that bowl of jelly beans in the front? I
4: love jelly beans. <laughs> uh, they said it, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't for sale. The jelly. Beans? What the
1: jelly beans weren't for sale, were they just free? they have like the little spoon in the bowl like they do at the steakhouse to get the little mints?
0: After dinner mints. Oh, I
1: love those mints. Me too. And I love jelly beans.
0: Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love jelly beans except for the bean-boozled jelly beans? Jelly beans.
1: Yeah. What is a bean-boozled jelly bean?
0: Oh, you, know, oh, you haven't heard of the bean-boozled uh, jelly beans? Oh, we've talked
1: the, the crazy one. It's yeah, what, crazy like booger flavor? Yeah. Ass flavor? Yeah, yeah the jelly
0: belly weird flavors.
1: Oh yeah, we did talk about those. Okay, uh, we're sidetracking the conversation. Go ahead, Subway.
0: Uh, Jimmy the Wolf asked the question, "Why do managers and coaches wear uniforms?" Um, the response was, um, "Getting kicked out uh, of the MLB headquarters."
2: So they they escorted you out. Yeah.
1: yeah jimmy the woke guy well that's
2: what i mean yeah well, jimmy the yeah. woke got escorted out right yeah he did hmm. interesting Just, I,
0: why why would you throw out jimmy the woke he's literally one game away from predicting the world
3: series i i don't understand because maybe the commission had to go to pound town he didn't have time for this nah. oh, horse <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you just call him? I, I, th- I
2: think we need to somehow get Jimmy the Woke in touch with, like, the MLB Tonight crew, like, Dan Plesak and mm-hmm. Al Leiter. You know, I, I think they're looking for a guy that knows their baseball and gets their predictions right, you know. I think they, they need that type of analysis.
1: Jimmy the Woke is the second coming in, uh, coming of Jimmy the Greek. Yes. Yeah, maybe P- he could P- go do a show with Mad Dog. Oh, with Russo. yeah maybe maybe jimmy that when jimmy the woke comes on they can have like a uh, a picture in the back of jimmy the greek in memorial because he likes to go to pound
3: town too yeah
1: the greek Except when he
2: <laughs> first
1: yeah jimmy the greek's going to pound town in heaven now yes rest in plea rest in peace yes
0: uh, did you hear about a a new movie, uh, a new wrestling movie that's is being made? No. Um. So there is a. So we are wrestling. We love wrestling in this podcast. I mean,
2: we do. Um,
0: we do, and um, there's this uh movie that is supposed to be made, and it's gonna be about the Von Eriks. Oh. Von Erick-
2: no. Really. Yes.
0: So it's in early stages right now, and we know that Zac Efron, the man who is the uh, second best Troy Bolton, um, number one being the Subway Slam, um, Zach Efron is going to be in this movie. He's going to be playing Kevin Von Erich, who is the last surviving member of the Von yeah. Erich family. Uh, should we give a little story on the Von Erich family? Or um to educate these
2: uh the viewers.
3: Yeah, 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 go ahead. I mean um um Harry Styles is gonna play the Twatnot.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are five we're, there are five brothers, right?
0: Uh there was Mike, Carrie, Kevin, David. Yeah, I think there was uh f- five there has to be five. There's another one. That I'm forgetting. There's five of them, and Fritz Von Erich is the father, and the Von Erich family was a huge name name in the wrestling business for, oh goodness, uh, for like three decades.
2: Yeah, and it, well, and this was too like they were massive in Texas when it was still like regional, you know. Yeah. And I, I want to say. They might've went to WCW first on a national stage and then, uh, maybe AWA, but, uh, they, Carrie, I want to say was in WWF or, you know, WWE yeah. as we know it now.
0: Yeah. Cause he came when Carrie Von Ark went to WWF, WWF, he went by the Texas
2: tornado. And Correct.
0: He won an intercontinental championship, if I'm not mistaken. They they would never
2: acknowledge his whole time that he was a Von Air. Er- Did
0: you do that on purpose?
2: What? Who are you talking about? Never
0: mind. Okay. No I'm
2: no about. frame of reference. Okay. Well, no, because there is, <laughs> right, but it's right.
0: the wrong people. Okay. Roman Reigns.
2: Oh, okay. No, no, no. He, he brought that up for, okay. I, I got bet. you.
0: Carry on. Yeah. So and was it they they um it's like all but like uh like all most of the brothers like committed suicide if i'm not mistaken. Or like they died at a very
2: young age. Yeah, i think one had died in an overdose. One definitely did uh i think self-inflicted gunshot wound. i, I mean it's it's going to be a pretty tragic movie. It's just going to okay um
0: it's not gonna be a
2: happy one no they did a good episode on the dark side of wrestling uh that vice does i that might have been part of season one yeah dark side of the ring yeah and you know they do one on Devon erics and it's just like it's just a series of gut punches
0: oh yeah and uh- um they had a great ri- rivalry with uh, the fabu- fa- uh, fabulous Freebirds.
3: Um, hey guys, listen to this. This is really bad. It says uh, I- I'm just going to start from 1980. 1980- in 1984, David Von Erich died in Tokyo Hotel. Yes. From uh, enteritis at the age of 25, Mike, Chris, and Kelly all committed suicide. Mike took an overdose of Placidil. Uh, let's see. At, at 1987, at 23, Chris shot himself in the head with a nine millimeter handgun in 1991 at the age of 21, and Kerry shot himself in the chest in the family yard in 1993 at the age of 33. Kevin Von Eric is the last surviving son. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I, I, yeah. try I to remember that. Right? Yeah, it's
2: going to be a tough movie to watch.
0: You know what, Zach Efron? There's photo. There's been photos of Zach Efron. He's bulked up for this role as a uh, Kevin Von Erich. Really? Yeah. He like he's really going method acting for this. Hmm. Which, I I, I mean I, I don't know. He went from Troy Bolton to bulking up to be Kevin Von Erich, which is I mean something.
4: Sure.
1: Well. You
0: know, you know, I was asked, my friend asked me uh about Zach Efron because, you know, uh off off Broadway, Troy Bolton. And,
2: sure. Uh,
0: he, and I don't know if you know Zach Efron was in the remake version of Baywatch. Uh
2: Yes. So, yeah, with yeah. uh with The Rock.
0: Yeah. And my friend asked me, uh would you ever want to join Baywatch? And my response was Oh, oh yeah, I love Pamela Pamela Lee. I, I kind of want to uh, take her to Poundtown because she right. a lot of, uh, Mercedes.
2: Right. Uh, well, he he stays busy as an actor. He's always getting different roles. You know, he's uh, so he's definitely uh, starting to put together a, a nice little career for himself. You know, Just make between- sure
3: it's uh, consensual when you go to poundtown, Otherwise, it's not poundtown. Yeah, that's rape right town. Yeah. yeah. And that's illegal. Yeah. And you go to jail town. Yeah, and then
4: you get pound town. You get pound town in the where the boom booms come out.
0: Yeah. Oh, what's this? Uh, Kerry, a.k.a. Texas Tornado, actually wrestled with a prosthetic leg during his run in the WWF after a motorcycle accident.
2: Did I didn't even know that. that. I didn't know that either.
0: Did not know that. That is great fact. That is, a,
2: that is an interesting fact.
3: Casey, didn't you uh, want Casey to hear something about Brad Keselowski?
2: Uh, well, yeah, I'll just get back to that later. I mean, that's uh, going back in time. That's all right.
3: Time is relevant.
2: Yeah. Well,
3: time, Keselowski's
2: time crew today. chief got him suspended or whatever from the last race. Nah,
1: so. car too light. Did not yeah. meet minimum weight.
3: after so, brad had a really good run yeah crew chief said why don't you make boom booms before you get in the car but i don't have to go go <laughs> boom booms and now he's, he comes in too light gets dq
1: so it's sophie held the boom boom in yeah yeah
3: happens
2: it, it happens big ed are you getting strapped in for uh, yellowstone coming back
3: uh, i'm ready have you guys been watching?
2: No, absolutely not. I
1: haven't. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't <laughs> Big Ed, what I, need to get, what I need to do, Big Ed, I need to go back to the beginning. And I watched a little bit of this past season. I'm intrigued by the show. So I, I, I just need to start from the beginning. So I understand what the hell's going on.
4: Yeah.
3: That's a, that's the, that's the kind of show it is.
1: Because there's so many different plot lines that, that, if you don't if, if you come in in the middle of it, you're like, okay, I don't understand what this means.
3: So before I forget, I wanted to tell Melissa, I did watch uh What about Todd or They Call Me Todd or whatever that don't show is. Oh, the Todd Dad. Father? Yeah, it's pretty good.
4: Yeah, right. I'm like
3: I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah. I like it.
4: I like it too. And uh really so mind last mind. night this
3: day at back to back sopranos on HBO and I don't even I haven't looked at HBO in months, and there it was. And then they're at satriales and uh, what's his name? Come, show Sal, Sal shows up, and he's like, "Yeah, I gotta get the gabagool for my wife." Did you see that? I said, "Yeah, yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah." It's like, "Oh, awesome!" They were their first two episodes. It was actually good. I, I, I forgot how how good the show was. <laughs> the I first, see- very good show.
2: The first episode's like one of the greatest pilots ever made.
3: That's the one with the ducks, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just like, damn! Like, what the hell? You you think you're like oh, I'm going to watch a mob show, and he's having panic attacks and talking about that. It's just a lot of stuff going on, and then it ends with the mom and Uncle Junior having a, a little conversation. It's very
4: dark. Right? Yes, that's the uh,
3: that's the how uh, the second episode. They showed just two episodes, and I'm wondering if yep. they're going to make a run. I might record them all. Because I could sit there and watch i was like, uh, and luckily it they were that was it because it was like 10:40. Like I gotta go to bed,
1: yeah, because you'd still be up watching.
3: Superman. Oh yeah, I would have stayed think... up. I would have stayed up till one o'clock easily. Oh
2: yeah, that was I, that I was the highlight of that. my Sunday evenings. Yeah, was the surprise coming on. What Walking Dead's up to three episodes left. That's it. What, what all, were all these years? What are
1: they doing now in Walking Dead?
2: Well, they're so two weeks have gone by since the beginning, right? <laughs> <laughs> they finally got to Atlanta and they're like, this place is fucked. Now, um, you know, so, you know, no spoiler alerts, but it's they, they're v- v- like years, years, like a decade now. They're <sighs> so zombies like a decade later. Yes. But, you know, they've stumbled onto this town that has all modern amenities that people used to have
0: including assholes
2: oh yeah and i mean they are running uh a tight ship that people are people just, don't have uh, assholes
3: in the future well <laughs> or personalities what, what
2: happened was uh that people just have a very comfortable existence and they're not asking like well how do i have ice cream or electricity and well people make that happen and so they they have like, you know, uh, slave labor. You know. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it got really dark, and now, but the original group are getting back together. That started to show. Like you followed that storyline, and uh, they are going to try to break these people out. And then, uh, but they have three episodes to get it all done. That's a tall Unreal. task. Yeah, that's it's. uh this season's been fantastic so where's the town somewhere in ohio so they went all the way from georgia to ohio yeah well they end up like in the virginia area outside of dc and then see this guy had been messing around with this little shortwave radio and he picked up a signal of someone saying hey i'm over here and they started talking to each other secretly and she's like well here are the coordinates. If you come outside of Pittsburgh in this area by this like rail yard or something like that, oh, yeah. I'll meet you. And so they sent like a group secretly out there and it was like a trap. And then, then those people found, you know, their encampment, you know,
0: but the girl who sent the coordinates didn't know the whole situation then. Right. Um, or we don't know no she probably knew parts.
2: no someone someone was listening because they set up a trap for them oh yeah that's right because they switched the girl
0: true thank you
2: so so they can get more information on the cities outside you know their uh commonwealth
0: you forgot
2: Well, they took a big gap between the last seasons and, you know, they did like a mini gap in this season. This season's like 24 episodes, which they haven't done. That's a long, a long season. It's a long season. And they, it's
4: not they long took,
2: enough. took a, a gap. They did it, like eight episodes and with a break, eight episodes, a break. And now that's it. Three, three episodes. They're going to do some mini movies. They still have uh, Fear the Walking Dead that's going on, but it's it, it's had a pretty good run. so
4: Hmm.
2: we'll see uh three more weeks and then maybe i could squeeze in yellowstone at that point
4: Hmm.
2: find out what everyone's talking about
1: well you know when you get into these tv shows you can only watch so many of them there's only so many hours to watch television unless you you know you can't watch tv all day every day you try
2: You try (laughs) But you can listen to a lot of music, though. And with that said, Big Ed's,
1: Big Ed's rock and roll, and roll retrospective. retrospective. Take it away. Big I, I Ed.
3: didn't realize I was muted. I said, "Mr. Big Ed, Ken." When you said you can't watch TV all day, I'm like, uh, right. "Yeah, you got to talk to the pro." Fresh batteries in a remote. Oh yeah. Anyway. So thanks, guys. So Casey and I were talking earlier in the week, and decided like, well, we already did Rush Moving Pictures, and that was actually a really good review. I don't want to tarnish it. So we were talking about the next segment, and I, I said, well, I'll come up with something. Well, I'll do you know soundtracks, and I'll segue into it. So what I did is uh, I I did an album that that influenced Casey from uh, the Duke boy, and a little homage to my boy Dilo because I'm still uh, working on that. The big Pink Floyd guy, and we listened to this qu- quite a few, you know, a couple times a week growing up. Uh, he was like probably one of the first people I knew that bought it when it came out. Pink Floyd, The Wall, the movie, 1982. Pink Floyd, The Wall is a 1982 British live action animated psychological musical drama film. The screenplay was written by Pink Floyd vocalist and bassist Roger Waters. The Boomtown Rats vocalist Bob Geldof plays rock star Pink, who driven who is driven insane by the death of his father, constructs a physical and emotional wall to protect himself. Pink, the character, is a reference from the Pink Floyd album Wish You Were Here, on having a cigar when the Fat Record studio executive asked, "Which one's Pink?" You guys remember that? The plot. Rockstar Pink is, tor- is a tortured soul. Because of his childhood, he's always tried to make meaningful emotional connections to other living creatures. That childhood includes not having a male role model with his father having been killed in a war. His overprotective mother smothering him in an oppressive school system, squashing his natural creativity. Being a rockstar, he's often wanted more because of what he is than who he is. Because of uh, the most recent failure in the true connection to someone or something else in his marriage, when on tour, he discovers that his wife back home is cheating on him. His response is to go the opposite direction by building a figurative wall around him to isolate himself from the rest of the world. But not before showing graphically his feelings on different gut levels. The questions become if he or anyone else can do anything to tear down the wall in a meaningful way. This was directed by Alan Parker, the animation by uh, Gerald Scarfe, screenplay by Roger Waters, based on the, the Wall by Pink Floyd. Produced by Alan Marshall, and it stars Bob Geldof. The movie length is 95 minutes. The musical content from this album is the same as Pink Floyd, The Wall, with some uh, small, subtle changes that the average listener would probably wouldn't notice. Starts within the flesh, very strong opening with the whole band coming in with a thunderous start. The Thin Ice. Starts out with Gilmore singing a lullaby in the perspective of Pink's mother with Waters' soft bass riff floating in the background. With the next verse Waters singing softly with a nice keyboard riff by Rick Wright. This rolls right into the intro of the iconic Brick of the Wall part one. A song separation of Pink's fallen father. As the steady riff continues throughout and drifts into the happiest days of our lives, Which is the opposite of what the song is about, a great bass riff and percussion will keep you listening as it rolls into another brick in the wall part two. With the iconic chant, we don't need no education, was an anthem growing up and again Roger Waters keeps his steady riff going as Gilmore shreds a solo and there's no mistake that it's Gilmore on the Gibson Les Paul and finishes right into Mother. A song of Pink's overprotective mother and it's a nice mid-tempo, done in a classic Floyd style with Nick Mason favoring his ride cymbal. And again, Gilmore's signature sound. Goodbye, blue sky. I love the beginning with the young Pink exclaims, look, mommy, there are no planes in the sky. Almost like a lullaby, but more of a cautionary tale of bombs falling and why the young Pink cannot go outside on a sunny day. A a slow, soft acoustic song with the boys harmonizing. Just plain beautiful if you ask me. Empty Spacey is a slow, a slow tempo track that keeps building. You can hear Rick write keyboards steady chant and then into Young Lust. The riff is strong while the jam kicks in. Waters and Mason keep a solid foundation for Gilmore to stride on and hit his mark musically while Waters and Gilmore keep trading vocal duties. Great little sound bites going on between songs. One of my turns is is a track of infatuated groupie, and Pink cannot be the least bit interested in her. The music plays well as on Pink's State of Mind. I could see why this was a twenty three time platinum album in the U S. Don't leave me now. Pink is in disbelief at asking his wife not to leave, and this is another song where music really displays the state of mind of our protagonist, Pink. Another brick in the wall, part three. Back to the iconic riff with Rick Wright kicking it up on the keyboard synthesizer. Spurred on by the latest brick in the wall, the revelation of his wife's infidelity, Pink decides to completely isolate himself from the injurious world. Goodbye, Cruel World. Just keyboards and bass on this track with Waters saying goodbye to the Cruel World. Goodbye. This leaves the door open for a hey you yet another of the recognizable track that is heard today on classic rock formats. Immediately after finishing his wall, Pink begins to wonder, too little too late I suppose, whether he's made the right decision in completely isolating himself from the world. Gilmore starts out on vocals and on first two verses and Waters finishes on the last two verses. This is the signature Floyd sound down the Nick Mason on the ride cymbal, a timeless classic that will still be played long after we are gone. Is there anybody out there? Those words are, are chanted throughout with synthesizer backing it up, and then Gilmore comes in on a soft acoustic. Vera starts out slowly with the piano. Water starts the vocals, and it's supposed to be Pink's rendition of We'll Meet Again and Wishing the Wall Was bu- Not Built at this time because now he feels trapped. Bring the Boys Home, a marching drumbeat song to end the war, and Pink wants the war to end and bring the boys home. This sets up comfortably now. Pink's emotional journey in, into the past is both interrupted and heightened when his management breaks into the hotel room and has their doctor inject him with a drug that'll snap him out of his drug-induced malaise ensuring that he still can perform at a concert later that evening. Out of all out of all the songs on this album, this will be the legacy of Pink Floyd. David Gilmour's Les Paul sings, and at the same time Waters riff master, the uh, Roger Waters the riff master keeps the riff sailing while Mason does his thing on the drums and Rick Wright chimes in at just the right times. Gilmore's vocals could not have been better and closes one of the coolest guitar solos ever. The show must go on. Our protagonist Pink is unsure if he is able to put on a show and finally decides the show must go on. Gilmore takes charge on vocals with the rest of the band harmonizing in the background. The show must, uh, excuse me, the show must go on in the flesh a reprise of the music except this time it turns into a rally cuz Pink is all jacked up on drugs to keep him awake from his earlier overdose quickly runs into one of my favorites run like hell pink threatens physical violence to anyone who steps out of his authoritarian line as he continues his concert or at least imagined concert in his dictatorial in his dictator persona this is one of the heavier riffs by both gilmore and waters and they trade back and forth on vocals. Waiting for the worms, Pink warns within himself and his insane dictator rants culminate in shouts of ethnic cleansing, effectively turning him into the very sort of force that killed his father. A catchy hook though in the second part of the song with waters getting you hooked. Stop. Pink suddenly realizes the delusional depths to which she's fallen in the shadow of his wall and decides to find out whether he's responsible for his corrupted mental state. Sings along with the piano playing, the trial. Pink is having the realization of his faults and has feelings and is guilty of having sad feelings. This uh, This has a very Broadway feel to it and I quite enjoy it. So the metaphoric wall has to come down that he has to break away from his mother. Outside the wall, the moral of the story, though, There will almost always be personal and social barriers erected out of fear, oppression, pain, and isolation. It's the job of every social conscious individual and community to never rest in tearing down walls that separate us. The mix of this song that appears in the film is very different, though the words are identical. Hear it here. This is just a short. Of a five, I give this four and three quarter Montecitos. and I'll tell you this album received so much airplay. That if He did not own the album, there were five to six songs that were regular rotation on the Duke Boys radio. Uh, in his general, I saw this. I saw this movie with D'Lo and Kaz. We took masculine and waited in the rain for tickets to get in the theater, and had a hell of a time at the theater. And afterwards, just another day in the life of the Duke Boy and the Squad. I'm big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's a little long-winded. Sorry, I tried to make it as short as possible.
2: It's a great album to have a four-year-old sit down and listen to, though. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, like I know you're going to learn just the ABCs tomorrow, but here, just Let's strap on, strap on this for a bit.
3: Here's a series of metaphors that'll leave you fucked for the next 12 years.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then go play with guddlers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gu- gull-
2: Goodlers. 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 With what?
3: The Guzzlers. The Guzzlers. With it was the, the car. Gull- Casey couldn't the say guzzler. guzzler, you say Guddler. Gonna play Gundler guzz- Louis. Aw.
2: <laughs> yep. It was a very complex, complex, uh, childhood. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff going on there. I had great, great review. So I, that, that brings the end of the, um, I guess we were kind of talking about of things that kind of, the Duke boy was kind of, you know, inspiring with the, uh, uh, me, and then, but we're kind of talking about movie soundtrack, so that's technically our first movie set, uh, soundtrack. I was
3: trying to, yeah, I thought I'd make a segue from influencing. Wrap up, you know. I told you about D'Lo, and you know, it's still kind of working on that. That's just anyway, tough pill to swallow. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: And uh, uh, it's a good soundtrack. We saw, we we did stand in the rain, fucking tripping balls, waiting to get tickets. Hmm. Like this had a limited run, and we saw it the first night it was out, and it rained. That was quite a night.
2: Yeah, I had a friend brought it over, and he's like, convinced me we should watch it at my house with my parents there, but they're sleeping in the other room.
1: Ah.
4: How'd that go? It
2: It was very annoying because it's such a crazy movie, you know, I'm trying to keep these guys. I'm like, listen, the guy's gonna wake up if you're a cockroach crawl across the roof. So, like, shut up. You know, like, just quietly watch this movie. And just, uh, just go insane. Um, it was such a bad idea, um, but but a great movie. Um, you know, as far as rock movies go, it got a Grammy. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Wait, what was the movie called?
2: The wall, wall. yeah, named after the same thing. Okay, so, um,
3: and you know, I mean, this sold over 30 million albums worldwide. Yeah, not too bad. No, not not
2: too bad, not too
3: shabby. That's a payday,
2: yeah. Well, and you know, they, they, they put on a legendary tour where they, while you watch them, they built a wall between you and oh, then oh, and then the wall comes down at the end yeah, that's not
3: but true. they only did like like five shows they did like three in in uh uk they did a couple nights in the nassau coliseum and then la that was i mean it was a limited it was a big it was a big fu to the fans if you ask me uh yeah yeah but
2: i think this was at a point though they were not getting along as a band
3: no no rick wright got fired yeah He was on Sal. He was a paid. He was paid as a session musician to finish the album and do the tour. Yeah, there was financial trouble. They got swindled out of some money. I mean, it was bad. There was a whole bad. And then, and
2: then, well, think about how expensive to do those five shows. Now, I know later on they did one like in Berlin, which was kind of cool because you think you got the wall that was there. They did one later on. Uh, Or at least Roger Waters did. Roger Waters did, yeah. Uh, But, I mean, that's got to be such an expensive show, the production. I mean, shit, you probably have like 30 tractor trailers you got to have on hand and access to a rail line to move that shit around or something. I mean, that's not. Yeah, when they did like.
3: When Floyd Floyd did the the, uh, Division Bell. Yeah. On the Momentary Lapse of Reason tour. Yeah. They had three stages. They had one that was always in transit, one they played at, and one that they were putting up. Because it just took that long to set up. And that, was, that wasn't that was even building a wall, you know?
2: You ever see Pink Floyd live? Twice. Nice. Three times. OK.
3: Twice on Division Bell and then uh, our momentary lapse of reason and one after that. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, I saw him at the stadium and I saw him twice at the stadium and I saw him in Orlando.
2: I'd never seen them live and, and I've never seen I, any of them separate, you know. Um, I think I think uh, Roger Waters does a bit more touring than uh, David Gilmore these
3: days. They closed. They closed with comfortably Dumb. That was their encore, and it was just oh, nice. It was a perfect night. The weather. It was like in in November. Yeah, seventy degrees. Oh, excuse me. It was just uh, a a very memorable show. Right. They did one of these days at the intermission. It was pretty that, cool.
2: That's a good one.
3: Yeah. Great live show, so I'm thinking for the first soundtrack, and I'll tell you uh, off air what the last one will be. It'll be a surprise, you know. Like you'll think, really, that's a you know.
2: There's one. I it, well, I was just gonna say that I would steer clear. It's a good movie, but I think the soundtrack's just the greatest hit um. It's not. And I think there's, and me personally, I say there's no soul to it. Which one? Forrest Gump. It's got great songs, but it's it just
3: doesn't mean anything. No, I, I yeah, it is a good soundtrack. I was that that was like uh like an alternate. Yeah. I'm thinking I mean, I, I'm thinking like uh, dazed and confused. Because okay. the 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 music goes with the movie. I wanna do like a music soundtrack, like a, of a music movie. Like uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, almost, yeah. almost famous, right? Almost Famous. So those are two definites. And then, uh, maybe, yeah, I mean, uh, there, there's
2: a lot of movie, you know, a lot of movies that had yeah music in it. Almost Famous definitely works.
4: Empire Records.
2: Um, yeah, I guess Empire Records. Um, uh, what I was going to say was the 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 Forest Gump. It's just the greatest hits. I I think it just doesn't really. There's not a lot of soul to it. You know, it ties into I don't know it's not an album I can listen to and just be like, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, they're all good songs. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it's, it's it wouldn't be like listening to, uh, or, or like, even if you did a musical like Greece, while well, it's all m- music that are tied directly to the movie, or I, you could even do that. Uh, what's the one The Airsmiths, the bad guys, the Sergeant peppers or something. Oh yeah. Like
4: that,
2: right. Is, is that what it was?
3: Yeah, they did. Yeah, and uh, the Bee Gees were the good guys. Yeah. You, yeah how about nice. what about Saturday Night Fever? Sa- so,
2: all right, Saturday Night Fever is a, a great example. So, so there,
3: there. I, I was thinking those were three. Saying, I was thinking of.
2: Okay. Okay. Those
3: three: Saturday Night Fever, uh, Almost Famous, and Days and Confused.
2: Those are great. Those are great.
3: Soundtracks. Love Dazed and Confused. Yeah,
1: great one movie. of my favorite favorite movies, and yes. This the, the music really sets the the mood for the scenes
3: that it's played in. Big Mike, that was my high school.
1: That's awesome.
3: I would have liked to go. They were high they
2: school. wanted Zeppelin on that soundtrack so bad, they named the movie Days and Confused, and uh, Zeppelin was like, Nope. Don't
3: they don't, know. but they did do Almost Famous.
2: Yeah, well that was later on. They started kinda, you know, changing their that was about when, like, Plant and Page started talking again. Because um, before then, they were like, "No, we're, we're, we don't. We don't do any movies. We don't do commercials." It was just, it's like, and I and that that could have been more Plant than Page. I'm not sure.
3: Plant wants to like almost separate himself from Led Zeppelin, like that whole legacy, which I'm like, <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. I think next week will be days to confused. We'll do do three or four soundtrack. You guys, if you guys got one, you can blow one in there. I'll do the two, I'll do the three I mentioned, and if you want one more, oh yeah, there's there's there's
2: a there's there's a couple we we can uh, kind of kick around. We'll kick around. That'll be post show kick around. Yes. And then hopefully next week we'll have more deets with uh, – Oh, yeah, with, our with uh, Naughty Radio. The
3: Naughty Radio. With and the, and captain. the captain. With
2: old Cappy himself. So that, that's going to be exciting new venture here.
1: Pretty excited. Very. I, I got this news late this afternoon, and I was like, wow. Yep. This is really happening. It's, it's happening.
3: The captain is more excited than you guys are, I'll be honest with you. He's like, I need content. And here we are. We are content. Yes. We well, got 90 minutes a week for you, buddy, I told him. Yep. It's not pretty, but we're consistent every week. Yeah, pretty much.
2: 30 minutes of subway trying to take it to Poundtown, but, you know. Poundtown on a
1: damn microphone that's in yeah. the next room. He,
2: he's never, he's not taking a microphone to Poundtown. No. No. No, uh,
1: not uh, that I'll microphone.
4: That. Oh! <laughs>
1: There he is. Hey, Subway. Yo, what is up?
3: Scott is got his all right, all,
2: right, all right, real, real quick, we're gonna be—we're uh, cutting it short. We're cutting it short. But Subway, give us a—what are we looking for in Crown Jewel for WWE's next uh, pay-per-view?
0: Well, this is a good one. Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns is the main event, and they did press conference. Jake. His, Logan's brother, Jake Paul, yes, the boxer who is scared to face off actual boxers, uh, appeared uh, confronted Roman
2: Reigns. All right. Well, Paul brothers. There so you have it. What, what, happened, what happened to that
3: match last week against the uh, Internet Kid? He beat him up? Mm-mm. What do you mean? I thought he was supposed to wrestle. The- no, no, that's
2: tomorrow. That's tomorrow.
3: Oh, okay. I thought nope. that was last time. No,
2: nope, it's tomorrow for the pay-per-view. So, so if you have Peacock, nope. you can experience it. Otherwise, you're fucked. <sighs> That's right. That's it, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Keep the sunny
1: side up and the greasy side down. Peace.
3: Don't play with your wee-wee.
1: With the greasy side.
4: Or the sunny side. Shiny side.